Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the lab. This is the fifth episode, and like I said last time, this is our very first interview. So with us sitting today is Haley. Haley Alalek. And so, after being out in Arizona, she's finally returned to Ohio. She's graced us with her presence. She's here to... <laughs> <laughs> She's here to talk to us a little bit about herself, which, you know, can be a little she fun. has no problem doing. <laughs> it's going to be a long one. Here comes a 30-second bio. No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, Haley, for those of you who, who don't know her, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of a background, uh, you know, kind of where you started and kind of where you are now. Cool, yeah. Um, I'm Haley Olette. I graduated from Covington High School uh, in 2014. I hate saying that because I'm old. Um, oh, but then I have these guys sit next to me. It doesn't make me feel as bad. I suppose. Go to your room. After high school, I went to play softball at University of Northwestern Ohio. I played one season there, um, and then I transferred to Ohio University, where I walked on a softball team there, and pursued a degree in exercise physiology, coaching, education, and nutrition. Um, from there, I hung around a little bit, did a small internship with Ohio University's strength staff. From there, I went over to Ohio State University, did a small internship over there, and then I stepped into the private sector where I worked for about a year before deciding to open our home here, No Name Athletics. Opened that in, during COVID, you know, great decision by us, but here we are, we made it. Uh, opened that in 2020, June of 2020. And then this past season, I got the opportunity to head out to Arizona to work for the Cincinnati Reds as their complex league strength and conditioning coach. Uh, we had a great season out there, made playoffs, um, and now I'm back, back in Ohio. Very nice, very nice. So while you were out with the Reds, you received an award. What award did you receive? Yeah, so somehow, I, I don't know how I pulled this off with my, uh, my coworker, Nate Moreno, but we ended up bringing home... Uh, Arizona Complex League Strength and Conditioning Coaches of the Year, which was super cool. We're both rookies in pro ball, so that was kind of uh, unexpected, I suppose. But, hey, did it. Uh, we'll head out to San Diego, California, December 9th and 10th to accept that award, and then we'll be right back here. Well, I'll be back in Ohio. He'll be out in Arizona. <laughs> dang, dang. That's awesome, though. Congratulations again. Thanks. Um, so being out in Arizona, what would you say were some of the, the top three things that you kind of enjoyed out there, and what would you say were some of the Maybe the three things that maybe you didn't like. Um, top things I enjoyed. I, I liked being able to focus on one sport just because stepping into the private sector, and I'm sure these guys can kind of vouch for that. I mean, you you got you to gotta roll with whatever's thrown your way. Um, you get any and every athlete you can imagine. But out there, you know, I'm working for a professional baseball team, so I'm focused in baseball, and I can kind of dive into you know, that niche a little bit more, that sport a little bit more, and the biomechanics of it, I don't have to kind of, like, spread myself evenly amongst all the sports that I'm actively dealing with. So that was a, that was a fun change. Um, loved the weather, man. Loved the weather. Oh, it was great. It was great. Uh, nice and warm all year, sunny all year. Can't ask for anything better. Um, and then I just had, like, access to, you know, really cool people and, and really cool opportunities as far as learning it, further, furthering my education um, hoping that I can one day bring some of those connections I've made back here to No Name Athletics and, and give like our, my people here access to those opportunities. Um, another one of, the, one of the things I did not like, I feel like as an Ohioan going to Arizona, 
There should be a manual, like, this is Arizona. Okay. <laughs> Don't touch these things. Um, <laughs> Cactus? Cat, lots of different cactus. There's ones that it can, has prickly things there's on ones it. That like can, it's pretty much given. Like, hey, don't touch this part. There's a cactus called a jumping cactus. Okay, bear with me on this one because it's a wild one. Please. If you walk too close, the little things fling off and they just attach to you. That's not horrifying. You're telling me that's not terrifying. That is actually a little scary. Nobody told me. Yeah. Nobody told me. Had to figure it out. Um, also, when you're out hiking sometimes, um, there are, like, wild cattle. Not friendly. Don't approach them. Did you um, approach a wild? I did. A whole bunch of them. There were, like, nine cow. of them. Go, go pet it. Go, go pet that there cow. There were nine of them. I was like, aww. Can I pet that cows. <laughs> so I walked up to them. Shouldn't have. I didn't get ran over, but, you know... They were less than thrilled with my presence. What happened? I mean, they just started making some awful noises at me and like, you know. Did you do it back? I didn't want to turn my back to them, so I just like backpedaled in my car real fast. I was all by myself out in the middle of the desert. She like, pulled this. over for this. I did. I did. It's not like in Ohio when you see a, a deer. Yeah. A field full of deer. Yeah. Stop out. There's some apples. We'll come up to you. Yeah. Not quite the same. Yeah. But... So that was, I don't know. I wish someone would have gave me like a pamphlet at least of, okay, here's what to expect coming to what? Arizona. You could have Googled it. I, I was in the moment. I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> to interrupt the moment to like, you know, uh, whatever. Oh, well. So cows, great what, cows. What else did you like? <laughs> <laughs> That's number one. Yeah. No, um, I didn't see a scorpion. Mm. I think they're like unicorns. Mm-hmm. Like okay. everyone talks about them, no, actually there. Never seen one. Have you seen a scorpion? Only at the zoo. Those little white ones I saw once. Here? No, in Arizona. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> what else? Yeah. Um, I should probably do something like you know, job specific. <laughs> but you liked everything about that job because you want to go back. No, I, I no, I that's why it's hard to think of something. I don't know. That's fine. It was. Cool. No, it's. I loved it. It was fun. That's it was awesome. nice to get, not that I don't love what I do for, you know, no name, but like mm-hmm. being the owner, like I opened it, I, we did this because like I love coaching, Brandon loves coaching, like all of us love coaching athletes, but then someone out of the ones involved has to do the behind the scenes stuff, like kind of the crappy stuff that nobody really wants to do. And just being one of the owners, like that falls on me. Like I have to sit down and do the invoicing. Like, I have to sit down and do the computer work. Like, and again, we love coaching. We love being on the floor with these kids. So nobody really wants to like step away from it to go do that. So out there, um, it wasn't like that wasn't one of my major uh, major jobs was sitting on the computer all day. I got to be on the floor like literally all day long, and that was I loved it. Can I get your feet wet? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's cool. Um, so then, on returning back to Ohio, um, how much time do you have here in Ohio right now? Um, so I will leave like end of January to head back. Okay. Yeah, so fast turnaround, um, but got a lot, a lot to do in a short amount of time here. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be busy. You're gonna be busy. Uh, so going into a little bit back, you know, your your beginnings and everything at Covington and uh, at OU, uh, you've had a few injuries. <laughs> So let's let's dig into that a little bit. So you know, for some of the different athletes listening, um, 
Haley, why don't you go a little bit into some of the different injuries that you've had and kind of, well, I'll kind of, I'll dig on you a little bit. I'll pick yeah, on you a little no, bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. But why don't you kind of give us a little bit of background on that and we'll, we'll kind of keep talking. Um, so when I was younger, I was a catcher and started having like, you know, hip pain. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And now that like I talk about it, it sounds super dumb that we didn't know what we were doing was wrong, but we have no experience in hips and injuries and stuff like that. Like this was the first major thing that happened to me aside from snapping my arms in half at the same time. That was just a whoopsie. Um, (laughs) Every anyone who was with me at school in junior high will just like cackle at that because it was hilarious. Um, But yeah, hips, so we like went to a doctor. They're like, it took a long time to convince them that I wasn't joking about, you know, something being wrong with my hip. Um, Finally, you know, they were like, you know, you have a tight iliopsoas, let's do a release. And now when I say that, people are like immediately like, what? Like, that's weird. I think I had that exact same yeah. reaction. Like, just like squints at me like, are you sure? I'm like, not perfectly sure. Um, so they went in, did it iliosoalis release. They told me if I had that issue on my right side, I would have that issue on my left side down the road. So I might as well go in and release that one as well. So they did. Fortunately, never had any like long lasting problems on my left side. But my right side, the release just never took properly. Um, now I have like a thread of an iliosoas. So that's like laundry list problems. There's one. Hip flexor, pretty shot. Can't do much of anything there. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, like still continuing with hip pain. Continuing with hip pain. Go to a new doctor. Um, and basically everywhere we go, you know, typical labral tear. Let's go in, labral repair, labral reconstructions. Eventually ended up doing like, you know, the cadaver labrums. Um, just wasn't working. Had to choose to move on to one a different surgeon. Um, and then kind of like bigger surgeries. So I believe this would have been my sophomore sophomore junior year in college at this point we had gone through all the labor repairs labor reconstructions all everything you can do there and my doctor out in columbus was like let's try a periacetabular osteotomy which is not a fun surgery if you've ever heard of it um they basically just go in they saw the entire right side of my pelvis into like a bunch of pieces and it's commonly used as a correction for hip dysplasia um, so when they sawed my pelvis into all these pieces, they flared out a little bit more to cover the head of my femur just a little bit better. And then they took these giant screws and just ran them through my pelvis to just basically hold it in place. Um, so I think I was in the hospital like five-ish days with that one. That one was tough um, just because, like, of course, having your pelvis sawed into pieces hurts. Um, but the most uncomfortable part is now all your ligaments have to create new grooves to sit in. And... Not to get like too graphic or anything, but you feel those ligaments like cutting across all those now broken bones, trying to find a place to sit, Ugh. and it's just not comfortable. <laughs> not no. comfortable at all. Um, <laughs> recovered from <laughs> recovered from that surgery. Twitter's face right now. Recovered from that surgery well, uh, but once I began doing some more like physical activity, uh, retore my labrum. And they're like, well, maybe it was compromised when we went in for that surgery. Let's try something else. And now at this point, going into that surgery, that was going to be surgery number eight, I believe. Um, go in, labral reconstruction, cadaver labor put in, labrum put in. Um, start the recovery process from there. Feels really good. Um, at that point, NCAA had disqualified me. We appeal because my doctors think I'm now like fixed, you know, Let's try playing softball again. I go back for my, this will be my senior year at Ohio University. I played through the fall. By the end of fall, everything had just absolutely gone crap again. 
couldn't really walk. Um, hip locks up, like, in parking lots, grocery shopping. Like, I just couldn't. Like, it was not a great quality of life type thing, let alone trying to play a Division One sport. Um, so, NCAA is like, sorry, you tried. Um, enjoy the rest of your senior year, but you're done. Um, I hung out on the team and then ended up with my surgeon in Columbus still. He was like, if you were my kid at this point, this is what I would do. I would do a total hip replacement. Um, I was 22, and, I mean, wow. that's weird as yeah. a 22-year-old to be told, like, hey, time for a total hip replacement. Um, took forever for insurance to approve this. I'm pretty sure insurance approved of it because, I mean, why are they going to approve a 22-year-old to have hip replacement? That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, but I think we, like, had to, like, reapply, like, four times or something to get this approved. They approved the morning of my surgery when I was in pre-op. Um, so my surgeon was like, come in, um, we're going to keep trying, we're going to keep trying to get through to them, you're going to go into pre-op, like, we're going to prep you for surgery, but if surgery time comes, and, like, it's not approved, like, <laughs> don't know what to tell you, <laughs> like, we'll just have to send you home. Um, thankfully, it got approved the morning of surgery, and, um, boom, total hair replacement. Wow. Uh, and since then, best thing I ever did. Wow. Best thing I ever did. I think I, I yeah, I went back to powerlifting post total hip replacement, um, it was awesome. Uh, outside of my hip injuries, I've had some labral issues in my left shoulder. I've had two labral reconstructions in my left shoulder. Um, you know, just kind of looking into something's got to be wrong with my labrums. I <laughs> like got them off like Wish or something like Wish labrums, <laughs> Dollar Dollar Tree labrums. I don't know. Dollar Tree labrums. <laughs> Get that on a T-shirt. Oh my gosh. So how would you say that these, like, you know, these trials and tribulations, the injuries that you've experienced, mm -hmm. how would you say that they've affected you throughout, you know, both your, you know, your journey as an athlete, you know, being, you know, working on your own athletics, your fitness, but also as like, you know, you own a business. Mm -hmm. How would you say those trials and tribulations have pushed you to where you are now? I think it's just, um, there's a lot of times that, you know, and my husband has had his fair share of injuries and his fair share of just, like, crappy things happen to him and crappy situations, and, um, you know, these guys have had their fair share of things that they've gone through, and it's just the point, like, there's there's times where, like, I think a lot of other people would have just, like, given up and been like, well, this is the hand I'm dealt, guess this is how it has to be, and just would have, like, accepted, like, their fate and maybe not gone on to do the things that they always wanted to do because of how things were going. Uh, but this is just kind of a testament to, like, you know, find a way and figure it out because if you want to do something, I mean, go do it. It's not always going to be, it's, like, be flexible about how you get there, but be stubborn about your goals, that type of situation. Um, but, yeah, it's just find a way and get her done. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have an athlete who's dealing with an injury, like, um, at any level, mm -hmm. how have you approached dealing with that and kind of, you know, not just keeping them, you know, moving actively, but, like, maybe mental health-wise. Yeah, uh, that's the biggest thing. That's where I saw the most effects for me personally was mental health-wise. Um, just because it's hard, it's tiring, it wears on you. Um, I, and the biggest thing with young kids is, you know, when it comes to, like, how they're feeling mentally. I totally get it. They bounce between, and I, I know they do, they bounce between, um, you know, basically, like, a screw it, I'm just going to play until either it goes away or I can't move anymore. And, well, what if I make it worse? And and they're just back and forth between that mindset. Like, I get it. And that was every single surgery for me. Every time I get, like, a new pain 
from like a recurring injury, I'm, I'm back and forth between like more or less fuck it, I'm just gonna keep doing this. And no, like I have a future, like I wanna be able to play like with my kids one day, like I wanna be able to do this one day. And that's, I think that's the hardest battle is because like you'll start moving down one path, like staying in that mind frame and then the next day you're switching gears and then you just don't make any progress, period. Because you just can't like stick to one and that's where you just have to bear down. And at the end of the day, like no, like there's something outside of what you're actively doing. Mm-hmm. And you need to have a body that can sustain you, you through the remainder of your your life and whatever you may move on to. Um, so just kind of talking them off the ledge of just pushing through things they probably shouldn't. Um, more of the times than not, it's that. Um, but it's also you got to find the line of um, hurt versus injured, and I'm sure you <laughs> yeah you know that one too well. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, I do. Um, being just uncomfortable and injured. Yeah. Is you're There's gonna you're gonna be uncomfortable in sport. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Um, how would you say you've approached training, like when you were out in Arizona with the Reds? Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say you approached training the athletes differently than how you approach some of the maybe high school or college level athletes here at No Name? Uh, no, not at all. And you know, talking with you know my bosses and stuff, that's kind of a lot of the reason that they brought me in is because of the background that I'm coming from, the level of athlete that I work with out there, a lot of the guys, it's their first time in the States, some of them are 17 years old. Um, They're young, and being that young in baseball, they're even younger training age-wise in the weight room. So nothing changes. The only thing that changes is some of them don't speak English. That's like the biggest difference. But it's it's exactly like what we do here. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Like it's It's fun. And it's especially fun in, in the the culture aspect because these are guys that are going to go on and you know they're going to be big dogs in, in the league and you get to help build up their cultural foundation you get to help set that base for them so that when they are heading off to affiliates and they are moving up um, and becoming big leaguers like you know you set that foundation for them and you help them find their routines and know that they need to take care of themselves that's awesome yeah. that's pretty cool um, so I take it you picked up some Spanish then while you're down there um, a, a, a little, I, I don't know, a little bit. In the weight room, I'm pretty, I'm pretty okay at Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not good by any means, but I'm okay. They, they understand me. Like, they know what I'm trying to get across. Uh, on the baseball field, pretty good. Uh, they taught me a lot of bad words. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm good at bad words. I'm good at making fun of you in Spanish. Um, but, like, if you take me to a restaurant... Or like a grocery store, absolutely useless. Absolutely useless when it comes to Spanish. If it's not baseball or picking up heavy stuff, I cannot communicate with you. <laughs> you have like, <laughs> <laughs> but like they're literally like I said, like it's the exact same here. Like yeah. they're a bunch of grown kids. They're kids playing playing baseball, man. Love it. Absolutely love it. It's like having 10 riders around. No, no, try like, try 40. Try 40 riders. Oh, man. Do they all wear tight clothes? Absolutely. 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 No, they're, it's so fun. It's a, it's a fun environment when they get going in the weight room, man. I've run out of jokes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just be repeating it in the next class. <laughs> so, and, and I won't say, like, I'm not going to say player names or anything, mm-hmm. but there was one guy, 
there was one guy, and like he was getting his vitamins out of his uh, little vitamin cubby, and we ran out of the regular multivitamins, so we had to put gu- like the gummy vitamins <laughs> in it. And he didn't like the taste of the gummy vitamins, which whatever I understand that. Like this is like a full on like adult, like married adult pro athlete. <laughs> like I'm gonna swallow these. Oh, throws okay. four gummy vitamins in his mouth and tries to swallow them. They're shaped like flowers or something. They're not like a good shape to try and yeah. swallow. Chokes on the gummies. He's like coughing them up all over the floor. And I'm like, all right, so yeah. let's not do that next time because now I got to clean up your spit <laughs> off my floor. <laughs> yeah, that, that's me. <laughs> that's you. No, yeah. it's it literally feels like just like watching these guys do stuff. Like a lot of the time. Oh, God. Like I'm like, what are you doing? So how many headaches right. a day did you have? <laughs> I, not not many. Um, not many. If I had any, I laugh a lot. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of laughs in through the day. That's good. They're she funny must be kids. reading our group chat. Got me. <laughs> Y'all, no. Listen. That's where the headache came from. They have a group chat that doesn't have me in it. Okay, hold on. Time. In our defense, it was because you didn't respond for like two and a half weeks when we really needed you. You did not really need me. Yeah. What did you really need me for? We couldn't More figure out. Daddies. Yes, and we couldn't figure <laughs> out what to put for the fact of the day. We really needed Haley on this one, and oh she just gosh. nothing ghosted us. So at that point, we had to make the executive group. decision: start a new group chat. <laughs> Y'all do bigger and better things. Now you're gonna get cut out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We learned real quick that we are nobody oh in, Haley, in Haley's eyes. Oh my <laughs> So that brings up another question. I was probably out battling wild cattle <laughs> in the <laughs> desert. She's probably, she's probably running from a cow. Unless you tell her we have a small problem. Then she's on the, she, she's calling you right away. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. No, Brandon hits me with us. So, there's a small issue. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the catering machine's not taking any more money. Can't figure it out. You guys are idiots for yeah. that. She goes, have you emptied the cash treasure? <laughs> The drawer on it, Brandon goes, Yeah, sure did. First thing I looked at, <laughs> it was just pouring out. I wish I had a camera out here at the mailbox to see that once every two months when Brandon would check the mail and it was just absolutely stuffed with that's a lot of wasted footage. It's a couple times, I got better towards the end. I think you maybe got on him, and he, he started coming tomorrow. Well, once I knew there was checks coming, I'm like, yeah, I better go check, check that. No, that was funny. It'd be like 8 a.m., clockwork. What was it, every Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. Every Wednesday, he'd come in, and he'd walk in there. I'm like, what the heck are you doing here? He goes, mail. Like, mail. Mail time. I'm like, this is new, okay. This is new? <laughs> Didn't know you checked. After, after we missed about six grad card invitations. Yeah, they were all in there. All the graduation <laughs> yeah. parties. Yeah, the kids Sorry, weren't lying kids. that they invited us. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that the boys missed your grad parties, Brent. Yeah. Check the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Haley didn't even want to go. She wanted to stay in Arizona. Yeah. So I came back. I, I used up my, my go-back-home days for Brandon's wedding. That one, so, was it, got was one it worth of, it? Huh? You only got one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was I'm just busy. Yeah. I am busy. We <laughs> have a lot of games. Just to see we these can't two idiots. We can't stop baseball seasons. Hey, my wedding again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess that already answers my question. What was it like running a business for Arizona? <laughs> no, it was it was chaotic. It was hard. Um, and, and you couldn't really prepare for it just because I, I didn't know what was going to go wrong. I didn't know what was going to be the hard part of it. I didn't know what was going to be easy. 
Um, definitely didn't guess right, so that was good. <laughs> but we figured it out as we went. Um, and we made it. We're here. Um, literally in the middle of, like, literally in the middle of taking a break from moving into our new space. Um, I'll be here for the first couple months that we're in there so that hopefully any hiccups that there are between, you know, just getting in there and getting rolling, I can at least be, like, feet on the ground here for. Um, and not taking phone calls of, of <laughs> panicking people, um, out That's in Arizona. Really, That's you, not a customer service kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. HR, yeah. Um, you're supposed to be a fire. <laughs> but now that I know, you know, what went poorly, learning experience, and we can do better when I up and leave end of January here. So, okay. I anticipate it'll go much easier, but... Um, with these two, I really never know what to expect. So, we will see how 2023 goes. <laughs> I feel like I have my mom just scolding me right now, like, looking at me. Like, yeah, get your shit together. <laughs> well, like, I came, what was it? I don't think I was back from Arizona, but it was like right before I left or something. Or maybe it was even last summer. I don't know. Time mushes together. I don't mm-hmm. even know what today is. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, I came in in the middle of the day. I thought nobody would be here. I came in to, like, grab something. And there's, like, a table set up out on the turf. Um, there's, like, bloody paper towels all over the desk. And I was like, what? Was that Bo? What happened? Uh, no, it wasn't. Here's what happened. Um, Brandon decided that he... Oh, to... this is his bow. <laughs> yes! <laughs> No sense. You're a real yeah. breed. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One word answer. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. You really have to keep your. You, know, you got me on your toes, man. <laughs> I was going to say. You got me on your toes. Oh my sweet. Now you're going to give me 20,000 more square foot? 
I was gonna say he's gonna, he's gonna start shooting inside now. Correct. Yes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Jake's gonna go to this shattering glass and. <laughs> oh shit! My bad. <laughs> Literally, no. Today I walked in and there's a huge chunk of wood ripped off the wall laying on the ground, and I'm like, "What's that?" <sighs> we need to spruce the place. What's up that? They <laughs> stare at each other. They're like, "You see the electrician?" Like. Must have done that. And I just keep staring at him. <laughs> one of us said plumber, the other one said electrician. You're like, ah, damn, <laughs> we're busted. And then I was like, so it was you guys. Tyler's like, no. Brandon's like, yeah. <laughs> Ain't that a little white paint can fix? <laughs> It'll buff it. Yeah, buff it out. Sweet yeah. And that was the last rack that we had to get into. <laughs> we were rushing because we were tired. So we took a chunk of the wall with us. Little keepsake. Job loop. My bad. My bad. No, but no. I'm really excited actually for your guys' move. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, you know the move over across the street and what do you guys all have in store this upcoming winter? Because I saw you posted something about was it baseball? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm hoping I can still get that off the ground. Gonna have to change pay structure and stuff on it a little bit. Um, got ended up. Ended up getting told that, like, I'll have to be in Arizona way sooner than I thought I was going to have to be. Just, like, thinking back on when I was out there last year, I figured it'd be similar. Um, I'm back a month sooner. So that takes a whole four weeks out of what we had planned. Um, so we're still kind of bumping around with that. But we'll change it around. It won't be as big as I wanted it to be. But we'll get there eventually. Um, I just want to have an opportunity for a lot of these baseball softball kids in the area to, you know, just have access to what I've learned and all that. But we're going to have, you know, a solid wrestling area. It's not going to be roll mats out when we can and, you know, get to wrestling. They have their own, like, designated area, walled off. Like, it's going to be theirs whenever they need it. That's absolutely huge because we've gone from rolling mats out on Saturday mornings to having a space over in the Pickwell Mall to now we're... A went, building. Went into a building, <laughs> got out of that building... Uh, back to rolling mats out on the floor, so I'm I'm excited that they're gonna have their own area that they can use whenever necessary, just because you know, good, yay, we don't have to turn people away. Like I hate, I hate yeah. saying no, we can't do that. No, we don't have time for that. Uh, so now that we have the space that we need, it's gonna be a lot easier to accommodate more activities, I guess. Um, and then the biggest thing is, you know, our our group sizes are gonna be a lot more, a lot easier to sustain and a lot easier to deal with uh just well I mean when we got in here it felt huge it felt big year mm -hmm. one we're like wow this is so much room year two hit we're like oh crap <laughs> we were supposed to be here for five years and we are out of room mm -hmm. uh and winters especially get hard because in the summers we can crack the garage door open we can take kids outside mm -hmm. we don't have that luxury in the winter because we're in glorious Ohio uh and it gets brutal out there so you know five times more space it's going to accommodate a lot more kids they're going to have a lot of room yeah they yeah. a lot of room absolutely absolutely so much room for activities that is not your toothbrush <laughs> going to build bunk beds there's so much room oh, the fact that everyone just yeah. got that oh that's uh -huh. perfect oh my gosh no no that's pretty cool definitely sounds like you guys have you know a lot on the horizon um it's definitely going to be good to kind of see how everything starts progressing over the next few months. I mean, yeah. right now, you know, you're in that moving phase. Hmm. Um, so right now, it's kind of like you have this vision, 
And then once it's all said and done, that's when the real fun begins. Absolutely. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's going to be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, size this whole time has been a huge limiting factor. And now that, you know, we kind of feel like we don't have to be so stressed about that, it feels a lot more free. Um, we'll be able to just haul kids in at this point. So, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Any questions from the peanut gallery? Oh, God. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what you got. Uh, go for like for me, since college was like the last time that I had, let's say like upper ends of technology. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go to the private sector, especially when you just open a brand new gym. Funds are obviously not going to be there, so you just do the basics: dumbbells, cable machines, racks. Then you go from that to the Reds, which is a you know obviously professional baseball organization. They got uh, just a crap ton of updated equipment, mm-hmm. things like top notch stuff. How was that transition going from to what we have here to? Having to relearn how to use like a lot of that stuff. So fortunately, and this is where we're super spoiled, we have an incredible sports science um, department, and they handle all the data intake and basically shuffling through all that data and getting us the important parts. Um, it's definitely a learning curve, getting used to like having that to you know look at and being able to like go in like okay, this kid has had like some complaints about maybe a hamstring for a couple weeks now. Like let's jump in and, you know, see what his hamstring output looks like. And like being able to go in and seeing the exact imbalances he has, jumping on force plates, looking at all the imbalances he has on there, um, and more or less being able to like tune into exactly what we think's wrong instead of like being blind, knowing this kid has hamstring aches and kind of just having to trial and error things until we get there. Uh, it's kind of, kind of feels like we're cheating, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> going from here, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, shoot, we don't even have, like, we had nothing. We have nothing here. Um, hopefully we can change that. Um, what force plates did you guys use out there? Oh, I forget the exact name. We use, uh, Vald? Vald. Vald, yeah. And they, like, we have a lot of stuff through them, so everything goes into the same database. Um, and we get really cool, um, like graphs and charts and we look at that stuff. I mean, we, so we test hamstrings once a month on, uh, Nord boards. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So fun. We test hamstrings once a month. Um, and then we'll test like counter movement, jump, squat jumps every two weeks, uh, stuff like that. But I guess just cool. And it's nice also being able to explain to athletes, like, yes, we want to see your numbers going up, but you're, like, end of the season, like, if your numbers are going down, like, you're tired, dude. Baseball's yeah. a long season. Um, and, like, we have a few kids that just, like, were pretty bummed over, like, their end of season stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, like, don't stress out over it. <laughs> like, look at all that. these other numbers. Like, these are beautiful numbers. Like, but just because you're not jumping higher, like, you are shot right now. Go home, take a couple weeks off, like... If you go back in and test, you're probably going to be way higher than PR right now. Um, so. Yeah. No, that's awesome. It's cool. I, I'm so jealous you got force plates. I would love to have force plates here. Gosh. Yeah, we started mes- messing with, um, like, ISO belt squat stuff. Yeah. Uh, right when I was leaving. It was cool. It was cool watching the guys test. There was definitely a learning curve on it because, like, when they pull up, especially because we're using, like, a centered anchor. The curve um, bombs? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, no, so this was just on our, like, okay. force plates that we test yeah. jump on. They're just doing a belt squat on top of those. 
um, an ISO belt squat. But like when they put so much force, it's gonna like wiggle you yeah. if you're not like staying perfectly centered. So just kind of like watching the guys work through that and like figure out like, hey, what's going on? It was cool to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get super competitive with that kind of stuff. So yeah. anytime we can create a competitive environment in the weight room, absolutely all for it. That's awesome. <laughs> Gosh. But we started doing like cool like record boards that go up on our TVs. So the guys could see like where they're at and like just to, again, encourage more competitiveness with, you know, all the, all the different types of technology we use. Gosh. See, Christmas gift, force plates. Make it happen. Santa Claus right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fat Christmas gift. Yeah. Uh, that'd be so much fun, though. I think that yeah. would actually be a, oh my gosh. I can't think of really a facility in this area. There might be one down in Dayton that does use force plates. I mean, mm-hmm. oh, that would be a wonderful thing to have. We yeah. can talk about that at another time. Though. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we use them a lot in rehab, too. So there's all kinds oh, of yeah. different tests they use for rehab. Um, but a lot, a lot of work. Like, as far as, like, their elasticity and stuff, because that, that's the mm-hmm. biggest. I mean, guys are strong. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not good at turning on and off. Yeah. You, know? you could even make an argument for, like, you know, you know, symmetry in the numbers as opposed to, like, asymmetry. Right. Like, an asymmetry. Well, and it's like especially interesting, you know, looking at it with baseball players, because they're some of the most non... What is the word for that? And um, Not symmetrical? <laughs> What is that word? A- asymmetrical? Asymmetrical. Holy crap. <laughs> you just had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> See, I saw your eyes. Whoop. Asymmetrical. They're like imbalances everywhere. Yeah. Unbelievable. So it's especially interesting to look at them on that and, you know, like give a percentage that like, okay, we want your imbalances to be within this percent. Like they're going to be there probably, but oh, yeah. try to keep them reeled in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. Oh my gosh. I, I nerd out on half the stuff that I read right now about the, all the force plates. And like, not to mention the, now were yours portable force plates or was it like built into a system? We had both. Um, oh. We mainly used portable, but we built our own deck for them that we just set them down in um, and it keeps them like stable yeah. and they're super easy to remove. Oh, that would be so nice to have. I mean, yeah. it'd be super simple. Portable force plates, put them down. You could, I mean, think about how many, how many kids you guys have here at No Name. Think about if you guys could do that, how many people you could get in screen and then you could say, okay, you're in this sport, you have these asymmetries, maybe that asymmetry is, you know, beneficial to you at that time, but just having that available and then maybe even critiquing, like, their, their training program that way. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Sorry, I'm done nerding out. No, uh, you're fine. You're fine. I, that's how I felt when I got there because it was just, like, all the technology in the world. <laughs> Kid, the like, candy wow, store. This is crazy. Oh, man. Crazy. And then they just started doing the trials on the Catalyst um, GPS systems oh. uh, to manage or to monitor workload. Sick. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's like a whole other freaking world, like monitoring workload. Is that like um, the body temperature, the heart rate, blood oxygen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the only, the only way we had to monitor workload outside of the weight room was um, they would use uh, elbow bands on pitchers um, oh. to see, you know, basically the, the torque output they're creating um, on their arm. And like, if it was too high one day, they would have to pull back the next day, etc. But that's, as that's far as, like, it was just hard for us because, like, position players, we didn't have a way to know, like, if they're going out and just getting absolutely cooked. Are you all right? Mm-hmm. Fat ball trotter's having a tough, tough go in this chair right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are cramped. Get that man some water. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, man. Wow. So you are here for how long, then? Until you have to, or when do you go back to Arizona? 
end of January. Um, I'm out of town the 9th and 10th to go out to that event in San Diego. Um, like PBS, CCS, they're doing like a big convention out there. Um, so that's where we'll do the award thing. Okay. Um, oh, good. Perfect. I have to get like real person clothes. Like, <laughs> dress like business professional. I don't have those. So. Yeah, I'm going to have dress pants. Busy. Those are good. Are you wearing dress pants right now? Those look like dress pants. I don't wear them as dress pants. Yeah. Uh, they got side Dress pants with a lot of pockets. <laughs> side pockets. So cargo pants. Yeah. Those are his dress boots, though. 100%. Oh, my gosh. Morgan gave you shit for those the other day. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with a well-broken-in pair of boots. Well-broken-in, that's what you're calling that? Yeah, I can see your toes. You're about to shoot through the front of them. Yeah. Hey. Looks like you shot an arrow through it. <laughs> I have, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. I got another one, actually. Shoot, man. Go for it. Uh, Kind of like coming back to our episode three topic was like sports performance in specific training. How much, I mean, obviously they're all baseball players, but how much just general training do these these guys? Do the professional athletes do? A lot. Yeah. So like like when we have our 14-year-old kid come in and his dad's got him playing every travel ball league and says he needs to work on his, you know, his baseball specific training and stuff like that like how much is just is that just general like what's the what's the percentage of of general fitness that that you've prepared for the for your professional athletes versus your sports specific percentage that's a good way to put it i was getting there but you got good job words are hard (laughs) no dude that's is that what this entire like time of me being gone has just been you Making words for Brandon. If yes. you would listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean like in the gym. Yeah. No, we do a great job of bouncing off of each other and stuff like that. You guys practice that. Anyways, yeah. back to Brandon's. Finishing Brandon, each other's sentences. <laughs> we hang out a lot together. Yeah. Brandon yeah. slash Trotter's question. Yeah. Um, well, our owner just works us to death, you know. Yeah. Anyway, back yeah. to you. Are you done? Go on. No. Are you finished? I love this job. Let me clarify, though. Yeah, let me very specifically <laughs> clarify how much I love this job. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, honestly, I'd say like 10%, 10% would be, I mean, I don't even know if it's truly sport specific, but like 10% if even. That's what I'm saying. Thank yeah. you. That's exactly what I was saying last Thank week. You. That's it's literally weeks. what we ranted about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I should have in the transverse plane. <laughs> I should have came in and been like ninety percent of sports specific just to like really piss you off. You would have lost. <laughs> he would have just stopped yeah. right now. You should. Have, he stood up at one point during that podcast. <laughs> you were just standing yelling at the mic. No, he, just, he just. It was just mid comment. It was just so natural. He just stood up. I need to see him. Like... Yeah, his height never changed no. from the chair to the standing up, but he he was up. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> it's... A little red in the face. Matches beard. <laughs> Can't wait to video in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, be in your office over there. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be, mm-hmm. be fantastic. I want to get. I want to get you guys like one of the cool like on air signs. Oh, oh yes. my yes. god! Official <laughs> then. Oh my gosh, that'd be fantastic. <clears throat> but yeah, is that a 
Are you happy with that it's answer? It's all ended here. <laughs> yeah, I think you affirmed a lot of his beliefs with yeah. that answer. Yeah. Now, like, obviously it's a rabbit hole, like, when it comes to, like, what we do and why we do it, but mm -hmm. as far as saying, like, this is only for baseball players, like, no. no <laughs> and I don't even, that 10%, like, it's fluid. Like, I don't even think it's truly 10%. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of stuff that we do because of, you know, the workload they have on their arm on the field. We put this in mm -hmm. because of that. Mm -hmm. Don't even know if I would say that like it was just for baseball players though. Yeah. Ain't really anyone gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Right, I got one. Shoot. Stop. He's already smiling. I don't want him to say. <laughs> no, it. it's a it's a solid one, I think. <laughs> um. So, was there, if any, anything that you implemented from No Name into the professionals, and like into that world, and vice versa? Is there anything that you pulled? while you were out there with your experience that you're going to be wanting to implement when you're back here? Um, as far as stuff that I got out there that I would like to implement back here, obviously sports science is a lot of it. Um, that's expensive. Uh, so it's going to be a little, a little uh, time until I can get all that in here. But now that I've experienced it, you know, it's definitely at the top of my list to get a few of those things. Now I don't want to go sports science crazy. Um, because like, yes, numbers matter, but like at the end of the day, like every athlete, you know, they're all going to be different. Don't get lost in the numbers. Don't get lost in the numbers. Cause like, it, especially with the numbers that I've had thrown at me, at me out there, holy moses, you could get so lost in there. Like, it's just, there's no, like days where I had like packets of, you know, like biomechanical analysis, uh, on pictures, like laid in front of me and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know where I am. What am I doing here? Get that um, imposter syndrome. Holy cow, literally, literally, I'm like, I don't know how I got here because I'm looking at all these, like, different angles and, like, velocities and, like, I'm like, this is literally a different language to me. I'm in physics class. It was unbelievable. Like, I, I don't know. So, yeah, don't get lost in the numbers. Let the people who are, like, there to get lost in the numbers be lost in the numbers. You just ask them, like, hey, what are, what numbers are important? What numbers mm. do I need to look at? Um, as far as stuff, from here that I got to take out there. I think I got super fortunate in the fact that like when I landed out there, the staff that I am with out there is freaking incredible. And we all believe in very similar things. And we all have very similar similar methodologies as far as like what we do. So stuff that like we practice here, I saw so much of it already being used out there. Uh, so it was really cool. Mm -hmm. It was cool to know that like, hey, you on the right on the right track. Yeah. She yeah. didn't hire dumbass. Yeah. She um, was damn close though with me. <laughs> it was borderline there for a minute and got it figured out. But yeah, no, it was it was super cool to to see like the, the transfer without like having to prompt it or without having to mention it. Um Yeah. It was fun. A lot of great minds out there. I love my staff out there. I love my staff here. But if you had to pick though. Yeah, what, what staff would it be? I mean, one staff eats a lot of little Debbies. That's true. We're going to get that sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little Debbie about to sponsor this podcast in order to get all of your whatever you said. They're not Force yet. Plates. Don't sue us, little Debbie. No, they're not no. sponsoring it yet. Yeah. But hopefully one day. Yeah. One day we just forgot to turn the paperwork back in. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. yeah. I blame Brandon. Yeah. So weird. You guys do forget to turn in paperwork when I'm not around. Oh. <laughs> forgot that must have been in that group text that you never answered yeah Again, if you wanted us to fill that out or not. i was dealing with jumping cactus and <laughs> yeah. other Running wild wildlife out there. 
<laughs> other wildlife. I, I got horse poop in my mouth while I was out there. Oh, something you could have left out. It was but I had to make a decision. The whole thing you could talk about. Yeah. You throw that in there. You're really full of horse shit. <laughs> Dad joke number two of the day. That's all I say. He's on a roll. I'm practicing. I'm going to speak it into existence here. Yep. Oh, my goodness gracious. She's gone. Dang it. That's not out there. Yeah. That's all right. She'll come back around. I'm hoping, like, eventually, you know, some of my staff comes out and visits me in Arizona, but none of them really care about me enough to come out there. I so, it's fine. Sounds like an invitation, hey. you guys. I tried to. I've tried to get Steph out there a thousand times. I'm aware. She didn't think you were serious. I'm serious. This is me, on record. Steph, I'm serious. Come visit me in Arizona. <laughs> so we can both yeah. get... Go to Target. <laughs> yeah. The allure of Target. That's where I got my hiking hiking bag. It's Target. Yeah. Yeah. Protect you from the cat? Nope. <laughs> but I had the straws. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. So, basically, I also did a lot of water bag training while I was out there. I'm so stable now. <laughs> <laughs> you almost fell out of your chair, didn't you? I don't have a water bag on me. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean not dealing with gravity. Oh, my gosh. Those would be a lot of fun to have around. We have a lot of them out there. We use them a lot. We use them a lot. What else? What else are we into? What's your uh, number one advice for the kids that are um, transitioning into college or stuff along those lines, and they're going to have to deal with long distance relationships? <laughs> I feel like I'm a bad person to speak. Oh wait, no, no, I feel like no. You're, no you're, you're a great person to speak about. No, you're right. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, that is listening, uh, I now live in Arizona nine months out of the year, and this past year at least, my husband, AJ, lived in Canada for six months of the year. Um, so yeah, uh, I think like our thing was we were just both busy, at least I was busy. He was hanging out at the camp with the dogs a lot. Um, I don't know, I feel like that's not very good advice. Just stay busy. Just stay busy. Don't yeah. think about each other. <laughs> <laughs> I can no. see a lot of successful relationships happen after that advice. Yeah. Yeah. No, we always joke that like when we actually live together, we're gonna have to take like yearly vacations but separately. Because <laughs> <laughs> like we've literally never lived together for a full year, I don't think. I believe like, I heard that stat. Like we have always Since been in different married, states yeah. or something. Like we just don't live. Like I'm pretty sure, like a week after our wedding, he left and went to some football team. I don't even know where he went at that point. Was it? Or it was it Cleveland? Kansas, Cleveland. Cleveland. He was at New Orleans before the wedding, yeah. and he got back right before the wedding. Had a couple stops at this was like Bay, the, Kansas City. Yeah. This was like the year or two before I got here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I just kind of picked the pieces up. That's, yeah. So actually, I you guys just, tell the stories. <laughs> <laughs> but I just hang out. I don't know. Uh, I get a lot of dogs. Um, you can't break up if you have pets together. Um. <laughs> solid. Think Man, about, think are, about the animal. We are definitely not a dating or marriage counselor. Yeah, don't, don't ask guys. I don't. Just know. figure it out. He's my friend. He's my best friend. So I feel like that makes it easier. We literally, when you are, we are together. We do everything together, and we're both equally stupid. So like that helps. It's like <laughs> we do stupid stuff, and we're like, dang, nobody else would put up with this shit. <laughs> 
Like right now, he probably has that bobcat flipped over in the ditch, and we're all just hanging out in here. He's probably yeah. laughing though. He's probably, He's probably having a good time. Man, I wish those guys could have seen it. <laughs> oh man. But no, marry your best friend. These guys can vouch for that. Um, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they they did a good job. These two beside me, uh, out kicking their coverage. So. Mm-hmm. She got to fake it till you make it, guys. Out of ten boys. <laughs> yeah. Get that ring on your finger, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Put a ring on it before she figures it out. <laughs> Sweet Just confuse them enough beforehand. Yes. That once it happens, they're like, wait. Yeah, wait. <laughs> what happened? <Yeah. laughs> oh my gosh. You two have any other questions? That's all I got. Yeah. As soon as we quit recording, I'll have some. How many, how many times, how many times are we going to watch Grinch between now and Christmas? Because I'm about to put three TVs in the gym. Uh, I think we got through it four or five times in one day, so. I love you. Do you do the math? I'm out. You're out? What do you mean you're out? I'm out. Starting today, I will watch it every day until Christmas. Maybe New Year's. I will at least watch it one time a day. Okay, here you go. And the good Grinch. Not the new crappy. Jim Grinch. If any of our athletes like the new Grinch better than the Jim Carrey Grinch, don't come back to my gym. I will find you. <laughs> that is just disgusting. I didn't know you were that into the Grinch. So what's your favorite Grinch line? And you have to act like the Grinch. Who? Me? Yes. Oh, gosh. I mean, go get in character. Are you ready? Are Fig- you ready? Yes. I'm so ready. Okay, Figure hold it out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, there, I have two. Okay, please. Can I do, can I do both? Absolutely. Okay. Ready? Can you ready? Both? I gotta walk in. Oh, gosh, she's acting it. <laughs> Ooh. Ah. Mm. That's it. I'm not going. <laughs> and? And, um, oh, when he's talking about Martha, Martha Mayhew, uh, he says, she'll be on me like flegal flies on a flat-faced flegal horse. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Martha, baby, but the G-train has left the station. It's <laughs> very in-depth. Oh, that? That was bad. Well, I love the Grinch. Okay, how many times do you think you've seen it? That's, don't mess with me. I can't even put that numbers on that. Oh, God. So, every year, Thanksgiving to Christmas. Since when? At least when? once a day. It probably lasts three years, at least. Okay. Um, how many days is that? 90. Thanksgiving yeah. to Christmas? Mm-hmm. It's like 30. Yeah, times three. Oh, 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 oh. I wasn't following on. I wasn't following good either. Thank you. Pretty one. Uh, you like hell. Um, okay, so there's what? A- Are you kidding? God. <laughs> Take your hat off. Show them. <laughs> oh, there it is. Um, anyway, so there's 90. It was great. I'll give an extra 30 because there's many times that I've watched it more than once in a day. So that's like 120, right? Yep. Um, when I get migraines, I watch it even if it's not Christmas season. So there's probably an extra 10. Wow. Does it hurt to laugh, though, with the migraine? I don't laugh. It soothes me. We know that. Yeah. Wait, it soothes Wait, okay. When I have a migraine, it's soothing. When I don't have a migraine, it's hilarious. Oh. It's like my so comfort like movie. Your, I was going to say, it's your comfort movie. It's my yeah. comfort movie. Got it. Okay. Most people just eat ice cream, but... Yeah. It's like trotter. I'm lactose intolerant, True. Brandon. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I'm lactose intolerant, so I can't do ice cream. Oh, we're well aware. <laughs> we are well aware. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Your body responds really well to horse shit, though. I had a cut in my finger, and I got horse poop in it. And I had to decide if I was going to put horse poop in my mouth, or maybe my have my finger fall off. 
could have used one of them jumping cactus and pricked it out. I was in the middle of the desert, and I did not <laughs> want to do that because that would hurt. So, I looked around, and I made sure none of the people that were on the horseback ride were looking. And I stuck my finger in my mouth, and I sucked the horse through <laughs> my <butt. laughs> Survival. Wait, time. Does AJ know this before he kissed you on the mouth? <laughs> I don't know. He just found I out. I feel like I definitely told him that I He's put found out the other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but also, like, I didn't see him for like three months post. And I cleansed my mouth, you know. Unlikely. Right. <laughs> Oh, right, prior right. to that. We'll circle yeah. back. We'll circle back. But my pink, my pinky is still attached, so who didn't get gangrene? Me. You're alive. Paul Paul made it. Paul my Mays. immune system? 10 out of 10. <laughs> Steel trap. Yeah. From Labor Day all the way up until the day after Thanksgiving when she's preparing to start the Grinch, she also doesn't brush her teeth so she gets into character. Yeah, because he has little beetles that crawl around on his feet. True. Oh my god. Any I other questions from you two? Preferably Grinch related, but anything. Want to go? I have one more, if that's it. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> what would be any advice you have for any aspiring strength and conditioning coaches? Oh, I love this question. Oh, <laughs> you guys are going to be here for so long. Um, no, but seriously, so after I left uh, <laughs> one of my internships, I felt like I was not meant to be a strength and conditioning coach because they told me a lot that I did not bring the juice. Um, and I'm not like this type of coach that like screams and yells and like whatever, just for no reason. Um, but I feel like that's what a strength and conditioning coach is made out to be. Just someone who's always in a freaking muscle shirt with a mustache screaming as loud as possible. Um, and that's just not how I coach. I more so like... He, ju- <laughs> he just, just shaved his mustache off before you got back. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. It was um, like and, two caterpillars mating. Oh, God bless yeah. Like better or worse than Sam's? Worse. Worse No, it was better. His was way thicker. Yeah. Sam's got a long way. Sam was on TV with his mustache. Yeah. It looked thicker on TV because of the shadow. I told TSN to thicken it up. (laughs) 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 Um, But anyways, uh, so like frequently I would get like graded poorly on a lot of my practical application stuff because I didn't bring juice to the session. Um, when at the end of the day, like, again, that's not who I am. I am the type of coach who would rather much, like, I would just have a conversation with you about what you're doing. Um, I don't want to just, like, scream at you and tell you what to do. Like, I'm going to talk you through it. I'm going to ask you what you're feeling. Um, and I want you to more or less lead me to what you need to fix than me just come out and say it. Um, and I also want athletes to know, like, when I do yell, that it is genuine, whether it's me being pissed off or whether it's me being, like, truly excited. I don't want them to just be so used to hearing me screaming and yelling that it's just white noise at that point. Mm-hmm. And when I do, like, give them something of excitement, they don't know if it's genuine or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, when my kids hear me yell, like, they know it's, like, it's legit. Um, so just don't let, I don't know, what you think a strength coach is or what other people think a strength coach is. Um, basically ruin your your hopes and dreams of, of becoming that because if I mean if it wasn't for Morgan Gregory um he he talked me off the ledge of uh basically stopping what I was pursuing um I went and had coffee with him this is when he was with the Reds um, and he was like look like that that's how I am I have the exact same personality I'm a professional strength and conditioning coach um so I was like all right cool like and that's when we came and did this um so, yeah, strength conditioning is for all personalities for the most part. 
um, have some feel, and you're going to be good at what you do. That's awesome. That's good advice. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. of course. That's very good. I'd rather take the person who actually knows their stuff as opposed to the person who's boisterous, loud, and, you know, yeah. doesn't really know anything. And, and it was already kind of hard, like, coming in. And I'm sure, like, this is, like, beating a dead horse. Like, being a female going into strength conditioning, like, I already felt like I had to, like, tick off certain boxes on, on, on the checklist because, like, it's I'm just different. You know, at the time when I started this, there really weren't many females in it. Um, there's a lot more now, and I love seeing that, but I felt a lot more pressure to try to blend in with the guys when that wasn't what I should have been doing. Um, I just had to be genuine to who I was and how I coach and let that speak for itself. No one can be you except you. That's rude, because I know how you meant that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last question to leave last us out. Last question. Because everybody wants to know. Haley, how big is AJ's arms? Well, I don't know. Do I need to know exact measurements? Yeah. I ain't measured him for a long time. I think he's worried. I think I got smaller. I think last time he checked, they're like sitting out at 20. Sitting out a solid 20. That's awesome. Mother of God. I know the picture he's got like. Yeah. Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my old goodness. ladies touch them all the time at the games. I believe like that. Like when he does meet and greets, like the old lady that is like rubbing on his arm. Trying try to get sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Sponsored by, by Social Security and Medicare. By denture. Woo. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. Oh no, it probably is. One of his teammates' moms went up to him yesterday at the celebration and told him that he looked smaller. <gasps> I thought he was going to cry right there. I would have. Oh, well, first she came up to me and told me, and I acted really excited. And I was like, go tell AJ. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, you set him up. And she's what like, a okay, jerk. okay. And like, she goes over so excited, and she tells him, and his face is just like defeated. He's like, really? Oh, no. <laughs> like, eyes welling up. I'm like, oh. yes. And then she turns and looks at me, so confused, and I'm like, you're so good, you did good. Oh my lord. Oh. So yeah, anyone listening, if you see AJ in the streets, just yell at him that he's little. See him oh. in the streets? <laughs> like, oh, look like a hobo. Oh my gosh. Just tell every guy that you see with a mullet, hey, you look small. <laughs> just keep it walking. Knees <laughs> chest. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you very much again for coming on and you know chatting with the three of us and kind of give us a little bit of insight into your you know your adventures out in Arizona and coming back to Ohio. Yeah, of course. But um, no, that we'll, we'll kind of plan on our our second interview for next week. Um, Who's it gonna be? We're not. Are you sure. allowed to tell? Yeah, we, we won't announce it just yet. I didn't know if it was gonna be Austin. Could be. Oh, awesome. Very well, could be. Yeah, we'll pick someone. We're gonna have to bring the camera in for that one. Because that man is beautiful. <laughs> Big football guy. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, as always, guys, please like the page, subscribe, um, hit the notification bell, and uh, pass it along to other people. Uh, but we will see you guys next time.